Hi, this is Scott Herbst of Six Flex Training and Consulting coming to you from my office overlooking a busy street with no music or fancy theme songs, just just some good ideas about how to improve your company's culture and engage your workforce. This is CultureCast. Uh, today I want to talk about, so I was recently in talks with a prospective client about how my company, SixFlex, might help them with employee engagement. They happen to be in the healthcare industry, and what they do is they operate a number of provider locations, each of which do essentially the the same thing in a lot of different locations. They brought me in because frontline turnover is a massive, massive problem for them, and several of their local directors had recently requested help, said, hey, we need help. So in our initial meeting, we spent almost three hours really digging into what might be at the cause of this turnover. We looked at everything from recruitment to onboarding to training and then ongoing management. And at the end of the meeting, I thought we had a pretty clear picture of where the real opportunities were to take a big swing at this and make a real difference. And the biggest opportunity, as I saw it, was in terms of measurement and feedback. You know, as people, we really like to see that what we do makes a difference, whether it's difference in terms of what we get for it personally, uh, what it removes from our environment that we don't like, or just contributing to a greater cause and uh, making a difference in the world. We find it easier to act and then keep acting when we can see, feel, and hear the difference that our actions make towards those various ends. So looking at their organization, their front lines are working in a really challenging environment with a challenging population, and that population doesn't often show much progress that the front lines can actually see, which makes it hard to see the immediate difference that their actions make. Beyond that, this organization really didn't have a lot of the formal structure for letting people know how their actions contributed to the organization and to its mission. So in other words, they just didn't have the mechanisms for showing the long-term impacts those were missing as well. In the world of behavior analysis, what we call that when you can't see that your behavior makes a difference, we call that behavioral extinction. This is when a behavior doesn't produce a change in the environment, and as a result, we see that behavior decrease over time. In this case, the behavior we're talking about was likely being extinguished, or the behavior that was likely being extinguished was the behavior of coming to work. So facing work that is by nature difficult and demanding, and not seeing that their performance made a difference immediately or long term their employees chose to allocate responding elsewhere in other words they chose to quit and go find a different job so i came out of this meeting really excited to do this work because if you can build the structures to let people know how they're doing in other words the performance metrics and then how people actually use those measures effectively behavioral management training Research has shown that you can meaningfully impact productivity, satisfaction, and turnover, and, and impact it in a good way. So more productivity, more satisfaction, less turnover, yay. And that is where things went a little sideways. 
in between meeting with them and coming to an agreement on the solutions that we prov- provide our company we did some management training for another client and it went really really well uh, it went so well that word actually got around people were talking about how great that training was not a problem we are always delighted to delight our clients and that they say they're delighted when we're not around is our absolute favorite measure of delight the trouble arose when word got back to the prospective client just how delighted their managers were they all felt their managers the work we had done they felt that they left the training with some valuable tools to more effectively engage the reports Um, the tools to effectively use the measures uh, they had to impact performance and morale. Again, not a problem. We love love it when our clients think they're getting getting value. That's why we come to work. Uh, The problem arose when our prospective client, hearing how much the managers of our existing client appreciated the training, they decided we should do something similar for their managers. Now, without really knowing their exact line of thinking, I'm guessing that they thought, consciously or not, our leaders said they need support. This training made other leaders feel supported. Therefore, this training will make our leaders feel supported. And truth be told, it probably would have. You know, research shows that generally providing training does improve morale. However, it also proves improves morale when people experience being successful in their jobs and people being successful on their jobs also impacts basic measures of business health to that end i want to cover four places to look that leadership can actually can control and impact and that when these things are in place these allow people to do work that makes a difference and they experience doing so they experience that their work makes a difference, um, and they're, as a result, happier and more engaged. So the first of these things is equipment and t- materials. And frankly, if you're looking to create a workplace where people are successful, this is the first place you should look. Do people have the basic tools to do their jobs? You know, at some point in your life, you've had to get something done with a piece of equipment that was not ideally suited to the task at hand. Maybe you had to drive a car on a donut for a while. Or perhaps your clothes didn't fit quite right. At any rate, didn't feel quite right. And when you got your tire fixed or you changed into something more comfortable, it felt good. Believe it or not, people generally like to produce results at work. And when they do, it feels good. Make sure they have the equipment and materials necessary uh, to actually do that work so that they can be successful. The second thing you should really look at are your expectations and making sure that they're clear. Imagine being on a basketball team. Now, imagine that your team scores 100 points. Pretty good, right? Well, actually, you have no idea. Do you know why? Because I haven't told you what the other team scored or how long it took you to score 100 points. You have no idea if 100 is good or not without knowing other reference points work is the same way in order to know if they're being successful people need to know what to do how much to do it and by when 
Of course, a prerequisite for this is making sure that you're measuring the right things and that you can trust your measures. If this isn't in place, the expectations and clarity, no matter how well people are performing, they're not going to feel it. And they're going to start looking for situations where, where they can feel it, that allow them to feel it. The third thing you want to concentrate on, and this one's important, is feedback and incentives. I put this third because without the other two in place, without having the right equipment and materials and good expectations and clarity, it makes it hard to make good use of feedback and incentive systems. Now that said, this is probably the most important. Imagine playing a game where you never got to see if your shot went in, or never knew the score. It wouldn't be much fun. Often, however, that's what we expect of our workers. Engaged people know when they're meeting, exceeding, and falling below expectations, and engaging managers don't leave it up to their employees to find out. They don't leave that up to chance. They let them know, and they let them know not just when they're falling below, but when they are meeting and exceeding. That's an important part of feedback and incentives. Finally, Finally, we get to skills and training. And though this is where companies often look first, this is the last place I actually recommend looking. This is especially true when training managers. If the front lines don't have the basic tools to do their job, there's no way that management can make them successful. Training, training your managers might provide them something might feel good for a little while or give them some things to think about, but it's like taking an aspirin for a broken bone. This is why I was disappointed when my prospective client wanted to focus on training. What I saw was that the basic tools to be an effective manager weren't in place. Managers didn't have good, consistent measures to actually provide their employees with the feedback and expectations that would really make a difference. Now, this isn't to say that training wouldn't be of value, but in terms of maximizing impact at the level of morale and the level of business, training should only be a business solution when it makes obvious business sense. I'm going to wrap this up. To conclude, businesses don't exist to make their employees feel good. They exist to meet the customer's needs. In engaging your workforce, objective number one in engaging employees should be making it easier for them to do that, and then, once they are, making it obvious that they do. Once everything is in place for that, if the skills are what's missing, that'll become obvious. However, if those things aren't in place, it's like sending your batters out to hit with rubber bats. You'll never know what they can actually do or what training they might need until they're well-equipped. And that's it for today's episode of Culture Cast. Again, I'm Scott Herbst, the founder, owner, principal of Six Flex Training and Consulting. Thanks for listening. Check out our website at www.sixflextraining.com. Subscribe to our blog. You can find different webinars to watch. And it has been a pleasure. Thank you.